I'm Alex Ames, and this is Cloister Talk, the Pennsylvania German Material Texts podcast. Welcome to the final episode of Season 1 of Cloister Talk. This installment will be rather different from those that have come before. Rather than dive into any particular question about Pennsylvania German manuscripts themselves, I want to use this opportunity to tell you a bit about my personal experiences writing my book, The Word in the Wilderness, Popular Piety and the Manuscript Arts in Early Pennsylvania, how the book project took the form that it did, what I learned in the research and writing process, and what I hope you can take away from reading the book. While The Word in the Wilderness is a work of scholarship, it's also been a labor of love for the last eight years, and I'm excited to welcome you into the process by which it came into existence. This podcast series picks up on topics covered in my book The Word in the Wilderness, Popular Piety, and the Manuscript Arts in Early Pennsylvania, published by the Pennsylvania State University Press in 2020. After listening to this episode, I invite you to read the book, which you can order from psupress.org or find at your favorite bookseller or library. My journey into the world of Pennsylvania German studies began in summer 2012, and I will admit to you that when it began, I had no idea that it would result in the publication of this book. That summer, I moved from my home state of Minnesota to Wilmington, Delaware, to begin graduate studies at the Wintertour Museum and University of Delaware. This road trip meant that I took Lincoln Highway through the heart of Lancaster County. I distinctly remember driving down Lincoln Highway through Lancaster, Pennsylvania, as yet totally unfamiliar with the Pennsylvania Germans and their art, but duly impressed by the strong sense of place and cultural richness of the region I was entering. When I began my studies in my master's program at the Wintertour Museum, I quickly became acquainted with that institution's substantial holdings in the area of Pennsylvania German illuminated manuscripts. In fact, my first big research paper, completed in a summer course in 2012, focused on penmanship samples made by a Pennsylvania German Lutheran named Johannes Bard around 1820. That project sparked my interest in the topic, largely because I became convinced that there was a fundamental question about the art form that had never before been answered. Why did the manuscript arts matter so much to the Pennsylvania Germans, and why did illuminated manuscripts become closely associated with spirituality in these communities? While the Wintertour Museum and numerous other regional libraries and museums contained ample numbers of the manuscripts, information about what they actually meant to the people who made and used them was scarce. So I made trying to find a way to address that question my mission. Over the next seven years or so, I undertook research into Pennsylvania German manuscripts that took me down well-trod paths followed by other researchers before, and opened some new doors for the field. Winterthur remained my home base throughout my time working on this project, though I quickly set out to visit other archives and museums in southeastern Pennsylvania, especially the Schwenkfelder Library in Pennsburg, the Mennonite Heritage Center in Harleysville, and the Lancaster Mennonite Historical Society in Lancaster. One could spend a lifetime exploring the rich manuscript holdings of these repositories in southeastern Pennsylvania and never exhaust the resources available for research there. However, finding illuminated devotional manuscripts at these sites was just the beginning of my research, and in fact, these early research trips were more about discovering what questions to ask rather than how best to answer them. 
The real answers to my questions came from efforts I took to place the documents I encountered in these regional collections into wider religious and historical context, both by finding comparative manuscripts from other regions and by undertaking substantial research in primary sources well beyond the traditional repertoire of the Pennsylvania Fracture historian. Of course, there's a rich body of secondary literature in this field in the form of scholarly books, journal and magazine articles, and any number of publications targeted at antique collectors. Yet these sources only proved helpful to a point. While the manuscripts are most often presented in the region's museums and historic sites as cousins of other decorative arts in historic houses, and I understood the folksy charm of the pictorial illustrations on the documents, I always felt myself drawn to the religious texts on the documents, and wanted to learn more about them. The real key to the scholarly project undertaken in the Word in the Wilderness was spending many hours beginning in summer 2014 reading theological texts from the 1600s and 1700s to better understand the Pennsylvania-German devotional mentality. These works, most of which were written by clergymen in Europe but were known in colonial Pennsylvania, offered valuable guidance on the place of scripture and other devotional texts in Pennsylvania-German religious life. Undertaking a series of readings in early modern German Protestant theology and popular piety helped me as I tried to resurrect the pious spiritual world of the German-speaking inhabitants of southeastern Pennsylvania. This effort was no easy task. I distinctly remember having gathered various copies of the books of interest to me, both library copies and digitized copies of the texts that I had found online and printed out, and sitting at my desk in my apartment in Delaware while still a graduate student, with a pen, highlighter, and my gargantuan German dictionary in hand, spending many hours carefully combing through the books, trying to look for any information inside of them that would help me understand the devotional mindset of the period. At the time, I didn't fully realize that this work would become the heart of my project, but that's exactly what happened. To the best of my knowledge, no other historian interested in Pennsylvania German illuminated manuscripts has ever lent quite so heavily into the theological context of the manuscripts, but doing so made me look at these documents less as standalone art forms and more as components of a vast network of religious devotional texts in the lives of their makers and readers. After poring over early modern German theology, I had the opportunity to undertake further research trips to Switzerland, and, closer to home, to various archives in New England, which helped me frame the Pennsylvania documents in geographic perspective, appreciating them for what made them unique, but also understanding how important manuscript-making was across the early modern world. Having started work at the Rosenbach Museum and Library just as I put finishing touches on the book allowed me to include some of that institution's rich resources in the final product as well, including an image of the Rosenbach's copy of the Bay Psalm book of 1640 and an early hymnal printed at Efferta Cloister. Working in libraries and museums as both a graduate student and a professional throughout my time spent writing The Word in the Wilderness helped shape the final product, because throughout the process I grew more and more intimately acquainted with special collections of rare books and manuscripts, and also got more experienced in interpreting those objects to public audiences, and learning what makes people excited about these sorts of materials. 
It's been a great gift to bring this project to completion while immersed in the world of museums and libraries, where I could uncover primary sources to bring to bear on my topic, sometimes leading to unexpected discoveries and artifacts I would not necessarily have anticipated being of use to my work. The bookshelves at the Rosenbach contain many copies of John Bunyan's famous Christian devotional poem, The Pilgrim's Progress, among which is a copy of the book published in German translation under the title Eines Christenreise at Afrita, Pennsylvania in 1754. I think of writing The Word in the Wilderness as something of a pilgrimage. My memories of working on the book take me back to many places I visited over the last few years, the winding roads of Lancaster County, the library stacks at various museums, archives, and historical societies across southeastern Pennsylvania, the beautiful rooms of the Winterthur Museum, the cities, towns, and villages of Switzerland, and the vast museum and library collections in Philadelphia that supported my project. I also recall the many delightful conversations with curators, librarians, archivists, historians, and fellow enthusiasts about the rich history these sources represent. While writing a work of history is a deeply intellectual endeavor, in this case I also found it to be a richly rewarding personal experience as well. Just because I finished my book on this topic doesn't mean that I feel as if I've answered all the questions I have about the subject matter, or that I'm done with my research. As I consider next steps in my research, I hope to be able to continue exploring how Pennsylvania German manuscript traditions fit into the wider world of manuscript production and consumption in the early modern period through the late 19th century. What I can say, however, is that with this book, I feel that I have clarified my methodological stance on Pennsylvania German illuminated devotional manuscripts, and I hope have provided a roadmap for further work on the topic. Over the years, this project has taken me across Pennsylvania, through New England, and around Europe in search for answers about devotional manuscript making. It's also been a pilgrimage through years of impressive scholarship and mountains of fascinating primary sources. I hope the end result is something you find interesting, thought-provoking, and enjoyable. This episode concludes the first season of Cloister Talk. Thanks so much for joining me in our extended conversation about Pennsylvania German manuscript culture. I sincerely hope you have enjoyed the exploration of the manuscript arts that we've undertaken together, and I hope it helps you to make the most of the word in the wilderness when you read it. Please visit wordinwilderness.com to learn more about purchasing the book and to follow me on social media. If you have topics and questions you'd like to see covered in future seasons, please contact me to share your ideas. Thanks again, and happy reading. Music